Welcome to the Let's Go There podcast. I'm your host, Jen Mackey. This show is all about discovering the world one episode at a time. The travel landscape has changed massively this past year. Things are not as they used to be. My goal is to show you new and even renewed destinations you may never have considered before and do a deep dive into what is possible for your one-of-a-kind getaway. So as travel comes back and you feel safe to embark on your next adventure, you can confidently say, let's go there. Well, welcome to another edition of the Let's Go There podcast. I'm Jen Mackey, your host, and today we are talking with Lisa Minton from Travel Insured Travel Insurance Company. Lisa, welcome to the show. Hi, it's great to be here. Well, you know, we are talking about something very sexy today. And that is, of course, travel insurance. So, uh, Lisa, you know, who would have thought that we would have ever lived through a pandemic? In fact, let's be honest, before March of 2020, I'm not even sure I knew what a pandemic exactly was. Uh, but nonetheless, we, we lived through it. And, um, you know, a lot of a lot of businesses um, were, were really tested and tried during this time, and we were shown where we might have had holes in our business. And, um, you know, vacations were really no different in that respect either. Um, we at Divine Destinations always recommend people to get travel insurance for their vacations because, of course, you know, life happens, anything can happen. So it's important to have that coverage. Um, but then enter March 13th of 2020, when it was declared a pandemic. Um, you know, there was a lot of fear. A lot of people didn't know what was up. And the last thing that anyone could have imagined is that this would not be something that the vendors or suppliers would just issue refunds for. Um, because again, after all, it was a pandemic. So we turned to our travel insurance and um, kind, of, kind of give us an idea, Lisa, paint the picture for us. Uh, what, what were some of the things that we were up against? Well, I think really the pandemic was it was a pivot moment for so many people. And there were so many pivots throughout the year. It was industry changing as far as the travel landscape. Well, it was industry changing for a lot of businesses, let's face it, you know, but the uh -huh. hospitality sector suffered so much. And there were so many things that nobody ever would have dreamt of, would have anticipated that we'd ever be having to deal with that there was a lot of changes that needed to be made and adaptations made for the current travel environment. So, and travel insurance was definitely one of those. Um, it really, until COVID, people were more worried, well, you know, what if my boss tells me I don't have to work? What if me or maybe one of my parents becomes ill? And you know, there was a limited number of reasons why people were concerned they may have to cancel the trip. COVID changed mm -hmm. all of that because it brought in situations and different scenarios that we never would have thought of, that we never had to deal with before. And so it was a whole new environment. And travel insurance is built 
with line items things. It's called named perils clauses. Uh So when travel insurance is built, there's a list of maybe 30 reasons that's covered for cancellation or interruption in addition to the medical and evacuation. And so those are actually filed with each and every state as an agreement of what you'll cover and how you'll cover. So there's only so much flexibility that's in place when something happens because you are held by contract to those coverages and you have to stay within the limits of those coverages. So I think what a lot of travel insurance companies found at the time was they were trying to go into their coverages, dig deeper, see what they could pull out and cover with with it as it was, and Mm -hmm. then become more aware of what needed to be added. And that's a lot of what we've done at Travel Insured over the last year, over the last six months, especially, um, because we did come out with new benefits in March. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the pandemic uh, gave us obviously that forced pause in our businesses as well. So during the last year, Travel Insured has retooled and dug deeper to see, um, you know, the the holes that may have been there and, and how we can fix those, as did every business, let's yeah. be honest. Um, it, not, not, you know, singling out any one business, the entire world. I mean, the fact that we are, um, you know, coming together on Zoom, let's face it, there's a lot of people that have been doing this for years Uh, But so many other people are finding that this is the new way of life and they can't believe that they never did this sooner. So, uh, you know, all the difference, there's certainly a lot of silver linings here. So let's talk about some of um, the new improvements moving forward in 2021 that Travel Insured has introduced to their policies. That sounds good. I'm going to start a little bit with what remained intact. Okay. Because as COVID really hit, Mm -hmm. a lot of companies, especially in the travel insurance industry, pulled back on benefits and shut them down. They did. Um, That was so scary to see that. Thankfully, we were never affected by that because travel insured is our preferred. We only work with travel insured because it's just easy. Yeah. (laughs) And they got great coverages. Yeah. We made that decision early on with our cancel for any reason and our trip interruption coverage Mm -hmm. that those would remain intact. We'd stand strong by them because we believed in the benefits we had written. Um, And that didn't happen industry-wide. A good majority of the industry closed down those benefits. Um, The other thing that we did is from the onset, we treated COVID like any other illness that you could get. Mm -hmm. We, We didn't say, nope, it's excluded because it's a pandemic. We said, nope, if you actually do find your positive for COVID, we are going to treat it like any other illness. And those were two of the biggest factors that I believe kept our business intact and kept our partnership strong throughout COVID. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And that's so important that you say that you treated it just like any other illness, because, you know, we just come off of the spring break uh, wave season where everybody that wanted to travel could. And a lot of people did because they felt extra um, confident because a lot of the destinations that they were going to automatically covered them with health insurance as like an, another way to just say, come, come, we promise, you know, it's all good here. And once you land, you will be covered with health insurance. So in the event that 
um, you know, you, you need medical help, it'll be covered. But now that we're beyond that, and we're, you know, kind of moving on the backside of this uh, pandemic more into a post pandemic world, um, we're not seeing that offered as often as we used to. So Lisa, speak to us about um, you know, we test for COVID prior to going, it's negative, we get to the destination, and all is fine. But of course, currently, as of this recording, the US is requiring a negative COVID test to come back home. So you take that COVID test, which is generally, uh, the tab is picked up by the hotel, um, and you're delivered your results upon checkout. But if that result says positive and your hotel is not willing to quarantine you uh, free of charge, would that be a covered reason? And how would that work? That is one of the adaptations we've made um, because there, there are still companies out there that can't do that under their filing. Um, so unless somebody is actually hospitalized, there's not coverage because that would be medical. With us, we have added, well, there's two ways it can be covered. Let's put it that way. The traditional way, medically, if they could become ill and hospitalized or under interruption, if they say they have a fairly substantial trip cost and they're just going to someplace like Mexico, which is pretty open. Mm -hmm. um, in that case, it would be covered under trip interruption. And so the benefit can go there, but we've also added an optional upgrade to our policies because maybe somebody got a great deal and they only paid maybe $800 for you know, their trip and a couple hundred for the air. That's not gonna give you much of a benefit if you do get quarantined to a hotel room, especially if the hotel isn't covering it. So we did add a travel inconvenience bed rest upgrade that gives you $4,000 toward quarantine bed rest coverage. So that guarantees that's in place. So if you're going to someplace like Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, that's asking people to have those coverages intact and prove it specifically for the hotel bed rest option, that actually provides a letter that can prove that that coverage is in place and that it's a standalone coverage and not dependent on the trip interruption. Wow. There's just so much that has changed and, and trying to navigate this, you know, and, and making sure that all of the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. But again, it just comes down um, to, to the fact that we've always said a vacation is not complete until you have that red bow on top, which is called travel insurance. And although it's not very sexy, you know what? It's insurance. It's one of those yeah. things. Nobody ever likes to spend money on insurance um, because, you know, we can't touch it, love it, play with it, you know, eat it, nothing like that. <laughs> um, but we are so happy that we have it when we need it. Yeah. So. And you don't think you need it till you do. And Oh. I think industry-wide, you always hear the, the term, you can't buy home insurance after your house is burning down. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. You don't realize how much you need the travel insurance until you are caught in a situation where you don't have it. And that's why you see so many GoFundMe pages out there for people that didn't have it, get caught unaware in a country didn't realize that they'd have to pay their bills before they were allowed to leave. And now they're stuck. And that situation you see over and over, 
And every time I go, you know, they didn't have travel insurance or they'd be home. Right. And so that's, that is a huge thing. And the other thing is right now, as you said, um, so many of these destinations have come out with their own policies. So many of the different suppliers have come out, but it's so difficult to sort what is there. Is it a reimbursement coverage where you have to pay the bill up front and then submit it? Or is it a primary coverage where it can be covered right away? Um, there are some huge differences that are out there that unless you actually know the details of the coverage, they can come back and bite you. And that's where I think it is nice to have a good solid third party partner um, that is standalone, that you know the benefits and you know they're steady and you, you can rely on them. You can still take the coverage when you're going into these countries and pay the $25 for the policy. Um, to make sure you have that in place, but to know that you have something that's solid and comprehensive and is really a tool if you need it, that I think can make the ultimate difference because it's not just highlighting just cancellation. It's got the cancellation and travel inconvenience and car rental coverage if you need it and pet kenneling and the illness, it's all built into this whole big package that really at this point, I feel travel insurance insured policies really cover a good majority of the things that are out there, especially with some of the upgrades that have been added. Um, they've made a big difference. And it's, you know, anything from pet kenneling, if you're delayed getting home, you have extra days that can be paid. If you have a service animal and they become sick, that is, if there's a level four travel warning and it's new after you bought your policy, that can be covered. And then different travel inconveniences. So if you're going on a beach vacation and it's been raining for two days, or if you're going on a ski vacation and there's bad weather and the hills have been closed down, same thing with golf. Um, and it can also be situations with like the airlines if you're stuck on the tarmac, if maybe your travel delay has now caused you to miss the first day of your trip or vice versa, you're on their way home and now you've missed a day of work. So there's a lot of thought that went into not just our new included coverages, but our optional upgrades that can really, I, I think it covers at least you know 90% of the things that can happen, if not more, is if you're taking a look at what you actually need. All right, we're going to take a quick break and thank our sponsors. In my debut book, Couples That Travel Won't Unravel, I reveal why travel is a secret ingredient to a long, healthy, happy relationship. Bringing over a decade of experience as a travel agent, I give it to you straight with sensible tips, hilarious recollections, and valuable insights. Part memoir and part how-to, Couples That Travel was written for the couple that lives for adventure, cultural exploration, rest and relaxation, and the deep connection that only comes when we leave our comfort zones to explore all the world has to offer. From elopements, destination weddings and honeymoons, to anniversary adventures, discover how travel can strengthen your relationship and keep the spark alive. A perfect gift for the newlywed and not so newlyweds alike, this book should be on every coffee table to get inspiration for your next vacation. Download a free sample on our website at mydivinevacation.com forward slash book or pick up your copy on Amazon today. 
And we're back. Um, so talk a little bit about the cancel for any reason policy. I mean, it's, it's kind of a no brainer. The name says what it is. Um, but with a cancel for any reason policy, when should somebody consider having that sort of policy versus the traditional policy, which as you've already uh, explained, covers most everything already. When does yeah. it make sense to spend the extra to get a cancel for any reason policy? I really think it, if it's something where you think will be out of the ordinary, or if you are nervous about a destination. So if you've been watching, it's like, well, it seems good right now, but you know, what happens if, and maybe I won't want to go if this happens and you feel it'll be a more personal decision that's when you really want the cancel for any reason. We used to say it's like, oh, you know, grandma doesn't want to go if her grandson makes the playoffs or you don't want to go if, you know, something's happening within the family, but it's not medical. Now it really is, how nervous of a fire are you? How nervous are you about the destination you're going to? And do you want the right to be able to call it? And that is what the cancel for any reason does. And I think that's why we've seen such an uptick in it um, because people did see when COVID came in that there were situations that weren't um, because whoever would have thought that industry-wide we would have mass cancellations and the tour companies and suppliers, there was no way they could end up being able to refund everything. So it went to waiver situations. And that was one of those situations that wasn't covered by travel insurance. And it, it kind of showed a little bit of a gap. And now, you know, at least if people are a ways out, they're getting nervous about what's going on. Maybe they're seeing ports closing down that would be along the tours that they're going on. And they're going, well, if these are closed, I don't want to go. Mm -hmm. um, that gives them the right to call it and be guaranteed that 75% back. So it gives them more freedom. And it's the same with our interrupt for any reason. That's essentially cancel for any reason for during the trip. So same thing. If you're on a cruise and it's like, wow, the ports are closing down. You're three days into the trip. And now you're going, I'm getting nervous. And you want to get home because you see something's coming down the road. Mm -hmm. That's what that can be used for. Okay. So you would cancel and then um, reach out, get your tickets rebooked. And then in a situation like that, once you're home, we help you file the claim and then um, document all of the receipts for the yes. extra expense for getting back home. Yes. Correct. So, and, and I always say, think documentation. And that's one thing that people always forget. Travel insurance is insurance. It's like, document what's happening, document, get receipts for your expenses, take pictures of, you know, flight closures and announcements that are going out, get as much as you can to back up your claim. Um, that's the one thing that I think a lot of people forget as it's happening. And now in the day of cell phones, it's so easy to save documents, save pictures, and just have it right there and then submit it through an email right through your phone. Right. That's a great tip. Well, before the, uh, the days of the pandemic, it seemed like the, the scariest thing that we would ever have to, to worry about is if there was a, a big Midwestern blizzard that was going to shut down the, 
<laughs> shut down the flights. But I can tell you that um, that has happened so many times. And what's great about having that travel insurance is, as you say, if there's a day that's lost because of that, not only will the travel insurance uh, pick up the tab on the hotel, um, you know, a portion of, of the, the meals, but also, um, you know, it, it has that discretion for the client if they want to stay an extra day or be refunded for the cost of that day that they lost. So um, nobody ever wants to see their vacation be shortened, but it definitely does um, soften the blow a little bit to at least know that those, you know, expenses are covered and, you know, you're being, you're being compensated for, for what was lost. So um, exactly. Definitely a pro at uh, filling out those travel insurance claims for my clients, for sure. And I think a lot of the focus now is to, you know, with things that are happening, people are nervous. Um, They want to go to a sporting event, but they're nervous about buying a ticket Mm -hmm. or they want to go to a conference, but they're not sure if the conference is going to go on and if it's non-refundable. So we do have an event ticket registration fee protection now um, that somebody can take out really affordably. It's just dollars. (laughs) And that covers up to a thousand dollars for ticketing and registrations. And so it gives somebody that guarantee. I can book this. I know I'm not going to be out. Maybe that $600 registration fee that I'm paying Um, And that way, if the event gets canceled because of weather, something that's going on and now they're going to be there, but the event's not, that gives them that peace of mind to know that they can go ahead and do it even at the risk of the event not happening, because that would cover that side of things. Wow, that's great. You guys really did take the majority of 2020 to reinvent your your program your plan to really encompass everything and i think that is is amazing Mm -hmm. and it really leaves no reason for people not to get insurance because you know at the end of the day if it's a conference if it's a concert if it's a vacation you know, that that's your time that you have worked hard to be able to pay for it, to take time off of work. Yes. And why are you not covering it for sure? You well, know, what's interesting is last year, mm-hmm. there was so little travel going on over the summer. People totally forgot about hurricane season and we're coming up on it again. And now everybody's like, I want to go. And they're scheduling these trips, not considering they're scheduling them dead in the middle of hurricane season because they just want to get out and travel again. And so another thing that we has always been in place is a NOAA hurricane warning. One thing that has changed with our policies, it applies to the departure city as well as the destination. So somebody's living in a hurricane zone and the hurricane is coming down and they're like, I need to stay home, close up the house, get the sandbags in place and make sure my home is safe. They now have the right to cancel for that, not just if there's a hurricane going into the destination they're going to. Wow. So that I think that's another really nice enhancement that's happened that I think because we had that forethought going on, it's like, if we're going to make changes, let's make some good ones. And I think that was one that I'd get call after call where it's like, well, what happens if the hurricane's at my house, not the destination? I don't want to go on my trip. 
that is traditionally a huge gap coverage that's out there because it's all geared toward the travel and the destination. Well, now this focuses it back on something's happening at my home. And so that is definitely something to consider as people are booking the travel for the next few upcoming months, um, that they have that coverage in place as well, too, especially if they're living in a hurricane zone. Right. And, you know, that that brings up a story that I had um, of clients who had traveled to Jamaica for their honeymoon in September. And of course, you know, I advise them that it is hurricane season. Um, but as my uncle told me years ago, hurricane is just nothing more than a lot of water and wind. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, I said, you know, it's, it's a really good idea. Let's get the travel insurance. And so they did. And the day that they were to come back home from their honeymoon, um, the flights were canceled. Now, there was nothing going on in Jamaica. It was 80 and sunny and absolutely beautiful. However, there were hurricanes that were swirling all around um, Florida and you know Atlanta area where they were supposed to be flying into. And the, the airports were closed down in Miami and I believe even Atlanta at that time. And it was one of those things where it was fine in Jamaica, but it was not yep. fine where they were going. So um, they actually got a three-day extension on their honeymoon because that was the soonest that we were able to get them rebooked on a new flight once the airports had opened again. So they then didn't even actually check out and make the check to the airport. When they saw what was happening, um, we were able to just extend their stay at the property and their travel insurance reimbursed them for that time that they, you know, had to stay. Yeah. So that weather interruption coverage can be huge exactly. when somebody gets stranded. So it works both ways. Yes, it's going to protect you if you have to cancel, but it also, you know, gives you coverage if you're absolutely not affected by it in destination, but because of the airport that you're traveling through, you can't get through. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, definitely uh, a happy ending uh, for that honeymoon couple there. So, all right, well, we are going to wrap up um, our time here today, Lisa, talking about, I'm going to, to ask you if you have a funny travel story or a, a maybe not so funny travel story where the travel insurance swooped in to save the day. <laughs> well, I think, you know, one of the big ones is, is it, people forget when they're on a cruise that they're in international waters that an evacuation can be expensive and they may not even have a passport, um, which I think is essential. If you're going on a cruise, you should have a passport because you don't know if you're gonna have a medical emergency where it's gonna be. But the, the first thing that usually happens with a medical emergency on a cruise is they get you off the ship. Um, so <laughs> with that, um, I did have a situation where a gentleman had a problem on the ship. He was catheterized um, and the, the cruise ship doctor didn't do a good job. He ended up being evacuated off, taken into Panama City and had to have two procedures while there. Um, we ended up in a bit of kind of a payment cluster with that one because they didn't want to accept a guarantee, which is something the third party insurance will do or they'll wire the money. 
we finally got arrangements made. Um, but he went through $50,000 within five days wow. um, of coverage. And that to me was my biggest eye opener. Um, by the end of the week, we'd made arrangements to get him back to his home hospital in New Orleans and made sure that everything was in place. And then his insurance kicked in. And I don't think people realize like that full big picture of how quickly you can go through money when you're at an international destination, but then how do you get home if you don't have the travel insurance and you may have a travel agent working with you, but what if you need medical transport and you need authorizations and things to get you back home to a home hospital? That is, I, I think, an important lesson from both ends of things. And with that gentleman, we were able to keep it from going on his bill because we got him home in time and he was covered. And that way he didn't have to pay anything. Everything was reimbursed, paid in advance, guaranteed. And then his insurance took over when he got back home. And so that I think it was an eye opener for me because that was one of the first times I actually had the ability as an account manager to track a client's claim as it was happening and seeing going through at least $10,000 a day. Um, and how quickly that all went. To me, it drives home the fact that you do not want to have too low of coverage. You have $25,000 in coverage. He would have been out in two and a half days. And this wasn't a major medical emergency. Something like that could get you into like the $75,000 range so fast. Um, and that's, I think, a good lesson for me. It was an eye opener for me. Um, but a good thing to keep in mind for people as they're booking their insurances as well to make sure there's adequate medical on that plan and evacuation. Ladies and gentlemen, travel <laughs> insurance is a small price to pay for peace of mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my well, Lisa, thank you so very much for taking the time to join us today to talk with our listeners about the importance of travel insurance. And uh, we'll definitely put a link in the show notes if anybody would like to learn more about uh, the travel insurance options, what it all costs, what it covers. Uh, we'll be sure to put a link in the, the notes. And of course, um, they can always reach out directly as well. If you've been inspired to begin planning your next divine destination, we'd love to help. I invite you to book a 15-minute discovery call at www.bookacallwithjen.com where you can share your vacation dreams and we can bring them to life. So all you have to do is pack your bags. Visit us online at bookacallwithjen.com. Like what you heard today? I'd love it if you would rate and review our podcast. In a hurry? Hit the subscribe button and never miss another episode. Join us next time when we discover another vacation destination that'll have you saying, let's go there.